Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello, welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors, who will do you a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. 15% on three things until the end of January 2023, which are... Rob can do this, though. Oh, can I? Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, there you go. Uh, wills and conveyancing and probates. Indeed. And you can do a telephone appointment for your will. Booking system is online. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball for details. Slightly broken up week again this week, gentlemen. So we're going to do uh, a little Cardiff preview for you now and some other bits for the weekly show towards the end of the week because it's a bit of a mess, isn't it? We're not used to playing twice a week. Now we're in the lofty um, Premier League mm. mixing with the EFL scum who play twice a week every Cardiff week. midweek feels very uh, <laughs> uncomfortable, doesn't it? Steve Evans is back, is he? Mm. I almost feel like there should be sort of 19,000 dissatisfied people in Ellen Road. It's going to be full, I think, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Those were the days, weren't they? The good old days. Do you know how people want to go back to the Championship? You think, no, no, no. God. <laughs> it's a dreadful place. Yeah. Absolutely dreadful place. What do you expect from this Cardiff game then? What sort of a line? Should we start with lineup? What do you think we're going to face up like? Do you think he'll play a stronger side than perhaps we saw down at Cardiff with one eye on the fact that we probably need to win this? Yeah. Or he needs to win one it. One eye Marsh. on not being sacked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I think I'd just try and win this if I was him. Do you reckon Verber in at left back, maybe he keeps Strauch in at, at centre back again? I don't know if he'll give Strauch a rest. You think? He tries to look after Cooper a bit, it feels like, doesn't it, with his fitness mm, and stuff. True. So I wouldn't be surprised if Strauch did play <clears throat> um, centre-back. But yeah, I'd like to see Verber in that left-back. Because you, you imagine Strauch's going to go to the bench for Sunday's game against Brentford, don't you? So If Verber starts left-back, yeah, you'd, you'd think so. I feel a bit for Pascal. It was a bit like this last season where he started off looking great and promising and he just seemed to get dragged down by the state of the rest of the team a little bit and by the end of the season he looked mm. like a bit of a nervous wreck. So I don't want that to happen to him this year. Yeah, for so, I don't know, for someone who... He's quite physically imposing. He's a bit, um, I don't know, he seems like when he loses his confidence, he loses a lot of physicality. You know, like he gets a bit timid sometimes, does a big, the big sexy timid pirate. <laughs> <laughs> he's a nervous, he's a nervous lover, even though he's very sexy. So yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd give him a rest. I wonder if we'll, we might see Bamford start. Has he got, just look after him, please. Don't half, rush half him an back. hour the other night. Do you still you? get five subs in the FA Cup? You do, don't you? Yeah. yeah. So maybe he gets half, maybe half a game or something. Because if he's going to get some game time, I w- wouldn't mind seeing him start. Because I feel like he's got a, probably got a better chance of 
not injuring himself if he can have a proper warm-up. Yeah, uh, interesting. I feel like this is where we went wrong last time with him. Just give him a few run-outs as a sub for a, for a few weeks. It'll be fine. I actually, I mean, Rodrigo sort of changed the game, didn't he, when he came on against Cardiff. But if we are going to play a, a strong team, I actually wouldn't mind seeing Joffe up front. Just because whenever I see him play, he's always in like a rotated lineup or he's a sub after we've changed a lot of the team anyway. And you always wonder like, is he out of form or is he not getting the service? Mm-hmm. Kind of, and I, maybe seeing him in like a stronger team we'd kind of have that answer, I guess. Mm, and then, you, and didn't, didn't you see him start at Cardiff? Yeah, but that was the change team, wasn't it? With <laughs> Darko, so. JV and all that starting. Like, I mean, we can start him against Cardiff. If he doesn't score, we'll send him straight on loan to League One. and That'll be the last we ever see of him. <laughs> I've got a feeling it, he won't. I've got a feeling he'll be benched. Yeah, no. probably. Yeah, I think, you might, I think you might be right. Maybe they do Bamford and Rodrigo half a game each, something like that. Hopefully try and get it one with Bamford on the pitch and then, you know, Rodrigo um, off the bench, something like that. I mean, the, the, the forward everyone wants to see He's probably going to get paraded around on the mm. on the turf before the game in Jorginho Aruta. Yeah, can't play, can he? He's not allowed because he wasn't eligible for the first game. He wasn't signed by them, was he? As if we may have spent thirty million pounds just to try and beat Cardiff, but we've been foiled. Verpo <laughs> 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 could start. He could, maybe. That, that was. Um, I mean, he was good in that second half against Cardiff, but it, it did hurt a little bit in the following press conference to hear Jesse asked, "Is he a left back?" <laughs> come on he just played alright I mean if there is a game to play him in this is it isn't it against a struggling championship side if you need to build I don't know what it is with Furpo whether he's any good or he's terrible or what mm. the signs point to him being not very good at this stage but if he's going to try and play himself into form or get some sort of level to his game this is the one isn't it it means we could give Verber a go centre back as well which is maybe his, so yeah, is yeah. his actual position and on the right as well I wonder if we'll give Ailing a rest as well because he's you know he's not getting any younger maybe he'll need a bit of a rest and Actually, post the first Cardiff game, Jesse mentioned that we'd been push it, pushing Rasmus as the attacking player, but then Furpo was a more attacking second half and that worked better. So maybe we might go for something like that. Rasmus sits know. back a bit on the right. Yeah, possibly. And he kind of is the one that forms the back three. Cause... That calming influence again of Diego Llorente at the back with his new contract? Oh, that new contract. Um, you might as well make him work for it, aren't you? <laughs> shop, it's a shop window. <laughs> you might be right, though, actually, about pushing Verba back to centre half and put maybe put him alongside your end side, just somebody just to calm him down <laughs> just to distract him with different noises <laughs> with whatever's going on in his head <laughs> yeah yeah maybe I wonder if Greenwood gets another start potentially in midfield mm. maybe give Rocker a rest in this one put, we, put Adams back in maybe try and get the game one with Adams in midfield something like that yeah I think I think you need to start with a, a better midfield and attack in this one so we should win shouldn't we I mean, I mean we should I mean do you do you you're, a man who's consumed by existential dread where leads are concerned. <laughs> How badly do you fear this one could go? Well, in some ways, a defeat would would at least push us nearer to making a decision on Jesse and a win gets us through to the next round of the cup. So, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Win-win? To be clear, I do want us to go through. We should um, we should say that Cardiff have sat their manager. They don't have a manager as we speak, which no, should yeah. help. Dean Whitehead is going to be in charge, who... Um, Literally, within the last five minutes or so, we discovered was uh, who was assistant manager at Besiktas not long ago. Which Dean we, we went, What? I mean, Dan thought he was a goalkeeper. So. Yeah, <laughs> sound, I don't know who you were thinking I don't of. Know if, I'm, if I'm confusing, if I'm, maybe I've conflated Dean Henderson with, mm. was it Dane, someone who used to play at Sheffield United, and it's all just got confused in my head. Dane Whitehouse? Could have been. He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a goalkeeper though, was he? Well, this guy, whoever this guy is, he's, he's 41 <laughs> years old, uh, former central midfielder and right back. Yeah, play for Huddersfield. Huddersfield as well. So he's a lead taking bastard. Yeah, almost certainly. And uh, also on the, the bench will be um, Graham Stack, 
Oh, okay. Who you might remember as a wow. fine Leeds United goalkeeper. He's he's going to be there assisting him. He was not a fine Leeds United goalkeeper, by the way. He was Dennis Wise's mate, and he was fucking dreadful. <laughs> he once there. Have you seen the clip of him punching the fan in Belgium? Mm. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, we were just, we were just talking about um, people confronting players, and I think that fan probably did a similar thing when they got on the pitch, and they were like, "Oh, he's big, isn't he?" Yeah, Graham Stack. There's, there's quite a few fans that run on, isn't there? And he lamps one of them. And they all kind of go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> quite handy. Quite handy, this fella. So I don't know. Maybe maybe Graham will punch uh, Jesse. Just on the look out for on Dean Whitehead's Wikipedia page. Uh, did you know that growing up, Whitehead was raised in a football loving family and supported Liverpool? Were you mm. aware of that? He's got a brother, Craig, and during his time at Huddersfield Town, he was known as Whitesey by his teammate Tommy Smith, who gave him a nickname. Well, that's nice, isn't it? That's, that's I think that's worthy of uh, Whitesey. It's not really scanned, does it? Whitesey. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? You go what you would you go? Dino, isn't it? Surely. Yeah, Head, headsey. No, something about spots. Whiteheads. Don't know. Well, he resided in Cheshire during his time <laughs> at Stoke City in Huddersfield Town with his wife Louise and their two sons, Ollie and Harry. Oh, that's good. So they've had a nice life, haven't they? Yeah. Yes. Uh, anything else about him that you you, you you just know and you just pull in? Uh, that's the end of the personal life section. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, he is good friends with Liam Lawrence, though, uh, having been teammates at Sunderland and Stoke City. Well, that's good. That's good for him. Uh, but let's hope we beat him. I mean, there is a, there is talk that they're going to go for Warnock. Getting Colin. I, I don't think Colin would take the job and his first game be at Ellen Road. I think he'll wait to get it out of the way. Because mm. I think he might. He doesn't want to just come here and get smashed, does you, he? You've got to remember, he's um, he's retired. There's no one. Of course, one. yeah. Just one more chance. Just, just one more, Sharon. Just as he did when he left Crystal Palace in about 2010, was it? Or something? <laughs> Sharon, he, he yeah, re- Sharon sat at home. She's reading the papers because they still have papers delivered, obviously, the Warnocks. Reading the papers, she's going, no, Neil, you've been linked to that Cardiff job, aren't you? And she's talking it up because she wants a bit of peace and quiet around the house rather than listening mm. to it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Is it Warnock who's got a statue of himself in the garden? 
Yeah. Where did this come about? It was on a podcast. Someone mentioned it, that he's got a statue of himself in his garden or a, a bust or, so, or something, or maybe like, um, what would it be called if it's, if it's kind of flat, but 3D, if you know what I mean? Like a, uh, like a, a, a freeze? A f- yeah. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know what you describe it as, but yeah, he's got some sort of 3D picture of himself in the, um, and I, I realize something can't be flat on 3D, like, like in, into a wall kind of thing, just his face popping out of it or something. As lovesome as he is, I'd, I'd quite like him to take the job in time, just because we need something to unite us behind Jesse. And I think mm. Neil Warnock returning, even if he got into a bit of an argument on something like that, fucking leave Jesse alone, Neil. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, I think Neil Warnock, he, he surely can't be getting another job, can he? And Cardiff, I, and I saw another article actually on about who Cardiff could get as manager, and someone suggesting that it's Warnock till the end of the season with Sol Bamber as his assistant to take over in the summer, which. I think if Saul Bamba's managing anyone, it should be us, quite frankly. Yeah, that's that's more like a sitcom plot. <laughs> yeah. I hope he goes to live with him on the farm as well while he's while he's doing it. Yeah, he's, he's two to one favourite, isn't Neil? Jesus. Dean Whitehead in the, he's in there. Dean Smith's in there. No one good. No one good at all. Uh, Saul Bamba eight to one for the job. The fact that we're scaring around Warnock suggests we don't know that much about Cardiff anymore. Haven't we become Premier League pigs? <laughs> well, they changed all the team. We went through this last time, didn't we? We looked at the team and we were like, ah. Oh, where are, where are all the old bastards we used to know? I mean, genuinely, how much does the championship feature in your sort of football conscious? I refuse to acknowledge it now we're out of it. It's so just terrifying. It yeah. brings back feelings of anxiety. I don't need it in my life. I, I see my scores app on a Tuesday and I'll be like, oh, there's a full game. There's a full round of championship games. How, oh. how gauche. <laughs> awful. What an awful business. God, we had to live it for so long, didn't we? Well, let's have a look. They are 21st. That's, I mean, 21st would be below the bottom of the Premier League. They're, you know, there are only 20 teams in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. 24 in the EFL. Well, Je- what would Jesse say about 21st? Uh, not really, gay. Half the season to just, go. You need to just reassure the Cardiff board. So what have you stacked him for? You're not in a relegation battle. You're doing well. I think they just drew with Wigan, who were bottom of the league, or were mm. before they drew anyway. And Wigan scored in the 96th minute, which got Hudson Whoa. the sack, which is a killer. Ouch, yeah. So they've, they've played 27 in the league, won seven, drawn eight, lost 12, conceded. They don't concede that many goals compared to the teams around them, though. Only, only 30 so far. In the they don't score many either, unless it's the first half against Leeds United. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing we need to see, isn't it? We need to see a defensive improvement and not that shambles repeating. Because I'll tell you what, if, if they start getting chances of the same ilk that they had down there, there's going to be those, those grumblings are going to start. I'm going to go drag some cones across the exit to the car park and start shouting <laughs> lad in people's faces. <laughs> Come on, Jesse, lad. Do you think they're going to play maybe a weakened side to a certain extent? I'm uh, chatting to Phil on the Phil Hesh on Monday. He was he was sort of saying he, he suspects they're not going to take this one all that seriously, not with the threat of relegation looming. I mean, the change Because things- we're not obviously worried by that. They mm. changed things against us in the first game and it, <laughs> it seems to work as treats. So I don't know. <laughs> play the best team, maybe. Yeah, yeah like, we'll just beat him. Let's just beat him. We can beat him. We should beat him. We might not beat him, but we should. No, we will. And it's funny, isn't it, that that's, that's the logical conclusion that anybody looking at this one would be drawn towards. And yet... You can't escape the fact we absolutely should beat them. Mm. I'm, I'm not, you don't have to make There's a case no to me, but I believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's only, it's only because of Leeds stuff that yeah. I think we'll, that we might not. But we're, we were better than them in the first game as well for the majority of it. Because the first half had nothing in it, particularly, other than we just couldn't defend. Hmm. So if we just defend a bit, then we'll win this game quite comfortably. Do we, um, do we make Strout captain again? Probably not. Since, <laughs> since he was so good before the game, as Jesse said. Maybe this is where the, the Tyler Roberts, uh, Tyler Roberts, uh, Tyler Adams. Scored twice on the weekend. I know. Mm-hmm. And I was, I've got the AFL on the brain, you see. Maybe this is where um, where his captaincy reign starts. 
He lays down a marker. Maybe I'll just give it straight to Verba. Mm. Been his captain before, hasn't he? Well, Rob, you sound confident of a victory. I think we should win, and we probably will. I think we're going to win. I don't think it'll be enjoyable, but I think we're going to win. <laughs> That's my uh, optimism. What if it is enjoyable, Michael? It might be. Think of, it was under Monk, wasn't it? There was that nothing sort of game against Norwich in the Cup. We won that, kick-started the season. Mm. I mean, Barnsley in the League Cup earlier this season was relatively enjoyable. Up yeah. to a point where we were dominant, even though we, it, we kind of struggled after we conceded that goal. That was fun, to be fair. I'll be, do you know who made that game fun? Sinistera. Mateus Click. <laughs> oh, yeah, he scored twice, didn't he? But yeah, didn't, is that where Sinistera kind of just cut inside and just put it in the net because mm. he wanted to? Yeah. That, yeah, we need something like that. That was very uh, Sinistera, because they'd had quite a good start at Barnes and Sinistera scored that and it was just like, look, that's way better than you. Yeah. Sorry. That was, that was his like breakout that performance. That was, it was his first proper game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was kind of back in your place, Barnsley. Mm. Was that one? I, I keep forgetting we've got Sinistera. I want him back. Yeah, he was really he was our best player, wasn't he? Yeah. And Until... then imagine like, Sinistera, Nonto, Ruter. Got, got too many forwards now. Bamford's back, Rodrigo's banging in the goals. See, see if Chelsea want any. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Anything to add to that, or should we just wrap it up there? Then we're just we were optimistic, quietly optimistic of a win against Cardiff. And let's see where it takes us. Boreham Wood in the next round, hopefully. When do they play? Do they play sort of Tuesday or Wednesday? They play Tuesday. Tuesday night. So we'll know exactly where we're destined to go to. Oh, that adds an extra little frisson, doesn't it? Is it Accrington? Is it Boreham Wood? Do we know where Boreham Wood is entirely? We, no. did, we did establish it's near, near, near Watford. Near Watford. Yeah. Just head for Watford and ask for directions. Yeah. That's, I think that's what the team coach will do. That's the easiest way. If they don't fly down in a PJ. Might go in a PJ. That's what they all do these days, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> you don't ever sound enthusiastic enough for me Michael but um, yeah should be a decent crowd shouldn't it and, um, and we'll see how we get on so uh, that wraps it up I think for this time and we'll return with a match ball Wednesday night I mean that's there's a question actually do we have extra time and penalties or is it just penalties that's an exciting thing to find out because if it is extra time and penalties this building the alarm comes on at midnight <laughs> so we might end up doing a match ball from the car park perfect we could still use the Wi-Fi couldn't we that's the thing that's true yeah just all, it's streamed off a phone <laughs> yeah so look out for that. That's an exciting potential development through the week. We'll speak to you in a bit. The Square Ball Podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.